live in the dungeon. This is the Dream Warrior Review. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. And this is episode 60. What did you think of Mantis? I actually, well, let me, let me tell people what it's about. Okay, here we go. A brilliant wheelchair-bound <laughs> scientist invents a form of exoskeleton called Mantis, which stands for Mechanically Augmented Neurotransmitter Interception System. That ter- it, the, this thing, this Mantis, yes. turns him into a superhero, and he gives, gives him the ability to walk and yeah. fight crime. Right. Why did I say it like that? And fight. Crime. I sound like William and Shatner. Fight, and fight what? And fight and crime. Crime. And fight crime. Fight the crime wave <laughs> that's engulfing <laughs> the city. <laughs> <laughs> so what did I think of it? Well, okay. First, I was obsessing over Meteor Man because I watched this about a month ago. Meteor Man? It came out. And it actually came out in 1993. <laughs> And it was this guy that was a professor, I think. And he got hit by a meteor, and uh-huh. he ended up getting these special powers. Uh-huh. So it's a little different kind of plot, but it had similarities, I think. And then I kept thinking of other movies that it was related to, like Dark Dark Man. It reminded me of Dark Man, the beginning of it, with the music and the the way the credits were and everything. Reminded okay. Me of Dark Man. Well, you know it's the same people, right? Is it? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. So it came across Sam Raimi's company, Renaissance. Well, yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, <laughs> come on, okay, I'm, I'm a dumbass. You should, you should put that together. I remember it reading was that. Done at the same time. Well, I remember <laughs> reading that on IMDb. I was like, oh, Sam Raimi, and then I was like, okay. But so basically, it's a low budget. I it came across me as a lower budget version of Darkman, I guess. Oh, or, gotcha. If okay. that makes any sense, which yeah. is okay. I'm fine with it being low budget. Yeah, and I really like the low budget qualities <laughs> of it. You know what? You know what I thought was kind of funny is that its look was still TV. I'm not sure that I loved the DP work, but then part of that is, and and I don't, and I know that I didn't like it at the time either. Well, one thing I was thinking was what it was shot for TV, obviously, and it was shot for TV in the '90s. TV wasn't what it was now. Oh yeah, that's right. So, I no. mean. The definition is way low. Yeah, I mean the definition, but also the way they shot it, and also the the attitude towards TV. I think wasn't as. Yeah, you know. it was. You know what they used to say? They used to say that if you wanted to make art, do a movie. If you wanted to buy a house, do TV. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that, yeah. so I had to remind myself that this was a made for TV movies because I I think you approach it differently when you're thinking about it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it was a pilot. It, it, was it supposed to be a pilot for? It was a pilot. It was a pilot so for a series. Yeah. No, it was, it was definitely a pilot. It was. A a two-hour pilot for a series. And pilots are more like a test. Really. Yeah, oh yeah. So I mean, are. I didn't really analyze it too much for that well, reason. You see, and the f- <laughs> here's the difference between a movie and TV. When you get to Friday, right, and the director comes up and says, you're going to shoot on a Saturday, and says, I hate the color of set that we're going to be using on Saturday. Can you paint it blue? And you go to the PM, uh, the production manager, and and on a movie, you're going to have a serious discussion. You'll all sit down, and you'll you'll. There's going to be the question of what you're going, you know, what is the most important element for the film. If you're working in TV, it's not even a question. if you're working in tv the the pm is going to look at you and go you 
do realize that we're the fluffy shit in between the commercials, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had them describe that to me several wow. times. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, to, nowadays, it'd be like... Oh, yeah, it's completely different. This is a complete... Well, the thing is, is also the limitations of the equipment mm-hmm. uh, compared to the equipment they have now. It's oh, just yeah. astounding. I mean, the the difference between see all that stuff was on tape too. Oh yeah. And and the funny thing is, is that was actually filmed. There, there's an interesting story behind how how we shot Mantis. Is Mantis was shot with one of the first video capture cameras, and and by video capture, I don't mean just for playback. I mean video capture that was of a high enough quality that they could edit the video out they could edit with that video or, or they could edit with the digital image that they got. Right. Okay. So they, it was the first that could uh, edit into a nonlinear, got uh, it. Okay. Yeah. nonlinear <laughs> situation. Right. So thing is though, for the final release, what they would do is they would cut the 35 mil. They would make it one print and then cut it off of exactly the same marks that they put on through all the editing with the video. Wow. That makes a huge difference. You have no mm-hmm. idea. It was it was mind-blowing. The editors were going crazy. And when we started, everything worked great. <laughs> uh when you started. But what we did is almost immediately we stopped. <laughs> you know, you know that thing that you say to yourself in the first week, you know, uh, uh, of a new job, right? You know, well, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this. And like, no, no more drinking during the week, right? <laughs> right. No more drinking at lunch. Yeah, yeah, and and, and you know, on on week three, uh, it's just like two beers in the morning, and that's it. That's as much as I'm going for. <laughs> so, what happened was, is we were saying to ourselves, we'll develop the film, you know, every day. But we know what it's coming like, so we're going to start editing it ahead of time. And so we started editing while we were filming, while we were shooting. And here was the odd thing, is after a while you just get damn lazy. And you stop going to dailies, and you stop having dailies. And for the last week, we didn't have dailies at all. Well, (laughs) (laughs) it was a brand new camera. Right. Right. I mean, the cameras were were, you know, just hot property. And I think that we actually got all kinds of discounts on them, uh, you know, because nobody had used them before. And <laughs> a funny thing, the shutters slipped like, <laughs> on the main camera, the main camera, number one camera, the shutters slipped at the very beginning of the last week. So it wound up being collectively we had to reshoot three days and we didn't find out uh, until we were just starting to, we were just starting to wrap the sets. And all of a sudden, somebody comes in and goes, "Okay, you guys, freeze, freeze, and freeze." He, he, Excellent no, choice no, of words. No, I swear to God, he was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, with Mantis. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was funny because it was this this uh, PA and 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 he was a PA. His first job had been Mantis, and so by the end of it, he was just a cocky little shit. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's what happens, you know. It's like you want to go. You, you know what the real, the, the actual truth is, dude. That they, you know, you're so new that they don't even trust you with a radio. So <laughs> this is why you would embellish your resume. That's right, exactly. <laughs> this is what, like me, you'd put that first five years on. For <laughs> right. So 
So he he comes in and he says, okay, everybody just freeze. Move away from your tools. Okay. And we sat for two days while they tried to figure out what had happened. Then they, then they came back and said, okay, you have to go back and reassemble the sets exactly like they were. And here's the big problem. The big problem is we had all, they had already edited 95% of it. And they wanted everything shot and put the sets. They wanted everything to look exactly like it did the first time. And when I say exactly, they literally had the playback to pull up to pull up wow. the screen. <laughs> That's crazy. And they could lay a screen on top of the screen. In other words, you could literally oh, look in the okay, camera okay. and you could Line see you could see the layover of the screen against what you were shooting. How far did you get from breaking the set down? I mean, how far gone was it? Um, well, it doesn't take long to break out on set, right. let me tell you. <laughs> Right, a couple of nails here and there. I think it took us three days to put it back together. Oh, wow. and, and we had only we had only been taking it apart like for four four hours or something like that. Well, you're all ready to go at that point. Oh yeah, well sets come apart really fast. I mean, you know, the the thing is, is most of the time, you know, if you were doing uh, small TV shows and stuff, you could go in and they would give you two days for. Uh, for strike, you know, on the budget, mm -hmm. and they would, they, the agreement would always be, we'll give you those two days. You take as long as you want to get the strike done, and most of the time, you'd walk away a half day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, we because you could get that fast at it. So anyway, the can So we have to film for three days exactly what we fought first did the first time. Now. If you have a job where you do something repetitive, you know, that's a wonderful thing. You get good at being repetitive. If you have a job where the mere idea of doing the same thing that you just did is so antithetic to everything that you stand for, and you've got 60 or 70 people that are doing this, let me tell you something. I got in an argument on the second day with the first with uh, the production, the PM, over the silliest piece of crap. I can't even remember what it was about now, but I know that he and I were yelling at each other nose to nose, and the weird thing about it was it was probably the 10th argument that had happened that day <laughs> on, on stage with everybody watching. I mean, we were at each other's throats. It was horrendous i never want to do that kind of thing again that was just it was and it was a one in a million because it just it's just not something that you know would ever really happen and i gotta tell you so sorry it was ugly, <laughs> it was so ugly. <laughs> wow but uh it, it as as a review and looking at the film um I liked it. I I thought it looked really good. I I, yeah, I, I think so. The production is. I thought the production, whoever did the production design whoever did, did the job. production design was amazing. Did you see where I was going with like? Uh, I guess I was just saying things. It reminded me of a lot of other things. I'm not saying it was derivative of anything else. Yeah, but it reminded me of like of Robocop, of Darkman. Oh yeah, uh, no, no, it was all uh, of those. But Six you know what? Dollar Man. But you what know else? what? I mean, the thing is, is and I was talking to Daryl on Retro Movie right. Geeks, yeah. right? About this is is you had, and we were kind of careful about this, we had street gangs, yeah. 
but they were more like social societies. Yeah. Uh, and we very carefully removed all the graffiti. They seem more like the street gangs you see in like Michael Jackson videos. Right. Like, exactly. Beat it, 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 exactly. But we even we took the graffiti off of all the walls. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Because I've always had I've had this particular problem with movie graffiti is the worst. What about like Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo? Wasn't there graffiti in that movie? It was all done by the art department, though. It was all approved. See, that's the thing <laughs> that's the is, problem, is right? here's oh my god, you have yeah. no idea. The thing is, is is you just can't put gang graffiti into a film. I mean, they just right. yeah. they wouldn't yeah. they wouldn't let you. Have shootings you. probably in the theater, probably. But yeah, absolutely, especially you back would. then. No, b- back then especially. And the thing is, is so what you would do is you would do this awful, awful white person's graffiti. That was, <laughs> it, you know, the thing is, is smiley faces, white, yeah, rainbows. Uh, oh, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> like Phil's got a burner. I mean, like, it's right. just terrible. Oh man! And so I kind of like decided that as opposed to uh, doing that, and 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 we were gonna clean it. We were gonna clean it up by just doing patches, and we just did these like just patches all over the place. Yeah, you know, of different, huh. uh, various colors and stuff. And, that didn't uh, register with me. There wasn't. I mean, well, the, yeah. but, but if you look back, you'll you'll see it. I'll it it, it wasn't there. Oh, no, uh, another one was uh, do the right thing. And do you know why? Because it's like the whole social conscience at that time like right do the right thing was all about racial tension and all right that stuff. right so exactly. that was in eight, 1989 which is right just well real close to within a couple one. of years yeah but yeah this one was like i'm around when different world was on right after cosmic right Show. exactly and it was yeah. kind of that same like kind of social message i guess but yeah. it's like i like this because there were only two white people in there and they're both assholes basically yeah, basically they <laughs> and, were and there was a lot right. of affirmative action kind of like i remember when the scientist uh, right. The, the, her, her boss was basically, even though she had a PhD and she she was really smart. Right. He was like, well, you're just like, a, you know, uh, what, what what's the word? Uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Uncle Tom is what you're at. You, no, you're an affirmative action hire. Right. right it. it's for, like a, yeah. And, and did you notice this is he was right wing. Yes. He was very conservative. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the thing is, is, is part of like the battle in the end was kind of within him. That you know his conservatism was was like fighting his his uh, his conscience in, in a weird way, yeah. and I, I I thought the script was great in that way. I thought the script was really really good. And there was a weird line where he he said to the woman that was his assistant, right, right. If you don't like it, I'll send you on a boat to Africa. Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> it, it, it was. I mean, that was, was just interesting that they worked that in there. It, it, and the thing is, is with him being really right, and then the left, and then the 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 good good guy that we thought was good, yeah, being maybe not so good. Yeah. And, and I think I questioned him the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Much, well, you know, it's yeah. Uh, but uh, and it, it, I, 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 there was just so much that I liked about. It. I, I loved the darts. I will say I liked it a lot better um, than a lot of the things that were out at that time, like uh, the Hulk. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, those are, a little, I guess, Spider-Man's a lot of earlier. It's like 70s. Yeah, but Spider-Man yeah, I mean, was It had that terrible. kind of, a little bit of tinge of, like, cheese to it, but it was it right. wasn't bad. Well, it was TV. I mean, but it was still kind of dark. And I think if it wasn't TV, yeah. you could have made it even darker. You know what I mean? Right. So. I, I, I'll tell you something that I did not point out to... Uh, to the boys uh, uh, of mm-hmm. retro movie geek, <laughs> it's the car. Oh, the car. <laughs> the red. Oh. The red car. No. I have a reference for the car. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, duh, really. You stole no, that from Batman. I was. I was. I was <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No. No. I was thinking about the the um, 
there was a VW bug that got blown up. Yeah, yeah, the red one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I bought I used that. To have a bug like I that. bought that bug for fifty bucks. Wow. And took it home. <laughs> And scrubbed it all up, uh, it, and I left the paint completely burned out, and they gave it to my daughter. Are you serious? <laughs> it was her first car. It, it was crazy. Oh. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, my first car was a 1974 Super Beetle. It was well, a green there you one, go. And there I loved go. it. And I made the mistake of selling it well, when I was go. in high school. Yeah, like, you know, well, lucky. But, you know, also, some of the stuff that we did for that show was, like, just so cool in the lair. I actually really liked the car, by the way. I mean, I had to point that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought the car was... I, I, I did have one question. So this guy's brilliant scientist. I, I get that. He right. He built the suit and everything. Right. But was he that good to build his own flying car? Or, it's like, I didn't really get where the flying car came from. <laughs> you know, the funny thing, he's pro- he was probably like me because I, I, I did quick sketches and said... I basically I, I kept saying, look... Basically, what I want, what we want to do is we want to take a 67 Riviera, <laughs> boat tail Riviera, and stretch it like this, and take the boat tail and go over the top like that, and <laughs> make, and make the wheel wells pontoons and right, stuff, yeah. and basically, that's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, one of the, somebody said in the, it's one hell of an options package or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and, and, and but there was a weird part in the script that 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 you know went way too far was uh, that the uh, sheriff department has uh, machine guns in their helicopters. Yes. And and I thought that was that was fishy, but <laughs> the fact that he doesn't have any offensive right. weapons was a little bit odd. But then to top it off, they had surface to surf air to air missiles. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's it was just a, going yeah, too it was far. over the top. That's that's over the top. It was like Blue know? Thunder or something. But. Yeah, you know, so it, it got a little crazy. He was right basically there. the Black Batman because yeah, he had he, the, he had the darts, he had yeah, the little but you cable. Know what? But the thing is, is this also look at his outfit. We were yeah. being we were doing the stylish guy, you know, because oh, yeah. he's got that tie on. It was you know, a cool we outfit. Didn't, we didn't, he, I like he, how he got dressed in his suit. That was yeah. Cool. He wasn't out there. He wasn't out there. There, which he was. Recall, he I was think, presenting. He was presenting. You know that tie with the stripes and all the rest yeah. of it. You know, yeah. and, uh, I I I thought he really looked good. I mean, I, I thought that that was a, a a great thing. I think I had some issues with the mask a couple <laughs> times, but yeah, the mask was kind of. I got over it. It was a little bit too wide. It just showed too much of his face too. Well, yeah, but it, I th- the width of it to me bothered me because it. But but you know I, I guess it did. You know I was just gonna say I was gonna say it. It was white. Made him look like a bug. <laughs> well, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know if you realize, but there's oh, uh, that, that's right. Yeah. That's, right. <laughs> that's right. But but also the the way that we did the darts was hilarious. The uh, what we did is we took the we took a piece of plexiglass and we we glued the uh, the dart to the plexiglass and then uh, and then we just made it track. Ah. That we could just push it along this track, and uh, and in plexiglass, and we just like go outside <laughs> and light it, yeah, uh, light it, and then and then run it past the camera, and the camera tried and follow it like that, <laughs> and so it's following. And, and the, th- the funny thing is, is that's slow. That's, I mean, it's way slower than you would than something like that would have to travel to actually work, but. The great thing about it is you actually get to see the whole thing yeah, moving through the yeah. air and it's kind of cool because it's got it's oh it's got its style 
That's right. You know, like yeah. it, it had the style along with everything else. I like the 1950s kind of effect where they were being hypnotized. And the, the lights were yeah. kind of flashing on them. <laughs> and I kept thinking of these old 1950s sci-fi movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, what, my particular favorite was when the uh, station manager w- woman yeah. starts talking with Mantis's voice. Yes. That was pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, oh, I'm not sure that... I'm not sure that we have enough technology to pull that off. <laughs> right. It was almost like borderline making fun of the the whole like superhero genre. I felt, but it was like kind of dancing on the edge there. And I felt that it was kind of slow, but it was not too slow. And there's enough action in it to keep me interested. So yeah, I, I think as a whole, I like this movie for a lot of different reasons. That's yeah. kind of what I'm getting yeah. at. Me. Yeah, me too. So. I I I liked it a lot. I I would I would I would um. And I think when you watch these movies, you have to think about when it's made. I mean, it's really important. To yeah, think about. no, it totally because TV back then was, you know, and the limitations on TV were. There's a just lot so many heavier. references that you wouldn't get if you didn't think about. It. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> just... For instance, uh, I think that I would uh, give it um, probably three and three quarters. Mantises straight up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think. I think yeah, I'd probably I'd probably give it a three and a half. Yeah, just about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, but and I, I thought this production design was a solid five. And I agree with uh, Daryl that uh, they ruined it. Oh yeah, that oh yeah. After after this, the rest of the series just piece of crap. <laughs> and it, actually, it's probably because they didn't have Mick Strong on the on the set. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Unless you have any other fantastic things. No, uh, it's you know, you know. There's I have a lot of stories of, of that, but but I I, I just want to say that if you want to hear some more stories about Mantis, that you can go to Retro Movie Geek, and they oh yeah they've got me talking for uh, just about Mantis for like an hour and twenty minutes. That is awesome. Yeah, and I I'm a fan of like I'll share it on YouTube and everything. Oh so. yeah, we yeah. should actually do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I think we're all done with this turkey. What do you think? I think so. Okay. <laughs> what does a praying mantis sound like? <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Dream Warrior Review. As always, you can reach us at Gmail at dreamwarriorreview at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at DW Review and of course we're on Facebook. Until next time.